All right, so welcome to the Confession Post podcast, where we read uh, so-called confessions from the ConfessionPost.com website, where people write highly personal entries about their own feelings, their lives, under the cloak of anonymity. And what we do is uh, we comment on them. And uh, unprofessionally, but semi-professionally. My name is Morgan Rector, and this is my co-host. I am Von Dark. Would you like to go first this week? Sure. Um, I'm gonna go with like the quick one here because it's like it's a it's a quick and easy segue. I I mean it's it's just titled Gary, right? Gary, he is so hot. Now I have a thing with the name Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Not like a sexual thing. It's more about a cartoon. Uh, one of my most favorite cartoons. Um, you're familiar with Archer, right? Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah, that. Yeah, bef- before that, they came up with this cartoon called Frisky Dingo. And um, and it was, like, it two, only two seasons. They didn't get far with it, but it was, like, it is fucking hilarious. So they have a character in Gar- in that called uh, Gary. I named, <laughs> I named my raccoon that comes to the house here Gary. But um, there's something with that name Gary that is not hot. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's not. It's not like Raul or something like that. Yeah, Raul is exotic. <laughs> you know. Yeah, what do you feed the raccoon or something? Uh, the raccoon just like um, he's like skittish. <laughs> yeah. Um, compared to the other animals that come by here, um, I only seen the raccoon once. And, uh, <laughs> and I named him Gary because of, uh, yeah, like this cartoon, there's a, there's a character, um, uh, and he references this guy named Gary. He's like, who's Gary? And like, Gary is actually like, they reference him, but they don't know who he is, but he's actually kind of like a semi pivotal person in the whole thing. But, um, Gary, the raccoon is skittish. He's like. I I tried to like kind of feed him, uh, but he's just kind of coming up and picking up scraps. <laughs> That's pretty much what yeah. what Gary the raccoon does. <laughs> yeah, it must be terrible to have like a really unsexy name because there are a few of them out there, you know. I know Gary uh, Norman. Um, <laughs> Norman's the good one for unsexy. Um, oh, yeah. Chad is kind of getting more unsexy as the years go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And, then, and then there's, and I always found like the sleaziest name for men is Randy. Like there's something shady. Randy. And the guy <laughs> might not, he might not even be sketchy, but there's something about that name that has those it's connotations sketchy. to it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like he, like he, like. Like maybe he owns like a porn store or something. Yeah, yeah, he totally, and he has like those like fucking glasses, you know, like the glasses with the oh, bar the, across the top. Tinted aviator. Yeah, yeah, and a mustache. Like yeah. in the summer, it's it's so hot. He wears cut off shorts and stuff, you know, like. <laughs> with a or like those. Shirt. <laughs> yeah, or like those seventies ones with like the like side slit, you know. Sex chain and lots of chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medall- a medallion hanging hanging into the chest hair. Yeah. 
Randy is so Randy. <laughs> well, I guess women were into chest hair back then. I don't know why. Oh, man, I don't give a but... shit about chest hair myself. Oh. But, yeah, like, there was a lot of women back then that were just like, ooh. You know, like, fucking John Bon Jovi. You ever see him with a, without his shirt on? No, I haven't. Like, back in the day. Like, I mean, I don't know about, like, all the 90s videos that he, like, he I did. Know. I know the what? ladies love John Bon Jovi. Like, I'm aware God damn, he had like a fucking chest full of hair. Like it was a lot of hair. Like more than you would expect from him. I don't know. Like I mean, I didn't. He, I don't know. He seems like a little mini Wolverine to me when you look at him, right? Like with his hair, like on his head. But like, um, yeah, he's like blonde. Like he's, he, but he's super hairy on the chest mm, and kinda... i mean chest hair is kind of nice though like sometimes i i've dated that's some men that uh <laughs> that that have had chest hair and it's a lot softer than you think yeah well what do you th- how do you feel about just no hair like on the body i don't know that's weird too that's weird eh I don't know. Like, I'm all for manscaping, you know? Like, that's cool. I mean, we do it. Women do it. So. You know who was really hairy was Robin Williams. Yes. He, he was, like, caveman hairy. Yeah, his, like, his hands, like, it went down his hand. <laughs> I seen I seen his stand-up. Like, yeah. There was one where he was, like, this is my most favorite one. Um, it's I think it's his eye. That's like, that's in the like in the background, right? It was a close up of his eye, and he's like, "Look at that!" It's like that's like the last thing a clitoris sees, and he like he goes up into his elbow and he starts like like eating his like arm like it's like you know a vagina. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Holy fuck, you're hairy!" <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, very hairy. Yeah, I guess there's no link between masculinity and body hair because he wasn't macho. So it doesn't matter, like I guess. Like I, I don't I think that women honestly we have like way lower standards most of the time. <laughs> and I mean I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to be mean or anything, but I mean for the most part guys don't really manscape. Like there was that whole like thing where uh remember when South Park like did that shit about like metrosexuals and that was like I, I think that. That, oh it was like in I think it was like 2007 era somewhere around there it was a way like ways back but uh or maybe even six or five anyway they like they did that whole thing they did like episodes on like uh metrosexuals and stuff like that and it was like, it was it was pretty golden, and they had some valid points, like, you know, like, because a guy, like, grooms himself, takes care of himself, dresses well, and this and that, like, they they basically get mistaken for being gay because they're so well put together. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, as a, as a woman, like, you kind of want your man to be a little disheveled. You know, like not yeah, yeah. well put together, but you know, taking care of themselves. You don't have to yeah. shave everything. 
Yeah, but in, in, I'm going to say this, and maybe a lot of women are going to hate me for it, but not shaving the pits, ladies. Oh, dude, yeah. No, sorry. Is, is, is it unfair that we don't like it? Yes, but you know what's also unfair? That you won't date guys who are shorter than you. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Life sucks. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And I mean, I'm like, I'm, I can't even argue that, really. Like, I've dated, I've dated, I've dated men that were shorter than me um, mm-hmm. or around my same height, but they've also been like pretty much the same weight. But like, my problem is, is that like, I can take you. You know, like I get like, I don't know, I get like almost like a like authority problem, you know, like <laughs> like you want you want to feel like the guy has your back if you're walking down. A yeah, I want to feel foot. like I want to feel like that guy will like throw a punch, you know, like not that I could throw him at somebody, you know, <laughs> like isn't is Fairview kind of a dodgy neighborhood? It can be. Yeah. 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 There's some interesting characters, but like they honestly, they like as long as you're like, if you're cool, you're like they're cool, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if you look like a tourist, then well, you're gonna probably be treated like one. But like, um, for the most part, like I can live, I can live almost anywhere here in in my area, um downtown and the more seedier places and still not get bothered because i guess i just have enough intimidation factor or enough like oh she looks like she's crazy i don't want to fuck with that you know (laughs) well i mean i've just enough well i mean i've only interacted with you this way and Mm. video but i mean you you seem kind of charismatic so maybe people I'm very positive, very loving, and all that, but people don't know that just by looking at me, right? Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, like face value is different. You don't come across like a pushover. Oh fuck no! Well, I mean, I was, (laughs) I was for a long time, but just, but that's why I am the way I am now, right? Like I, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not near as much as a pushover. I am still kind of a pushover, but. Um, not near as much as I was. <laughs> Fuck. Like, there's just like, oh, you know, like, depending on how much weed I smoked that day, I think, is really what it comes down oh, to. Oh, Because if I smoke enough weed, I don't give a fuck about anyone, really. I'm just like, oh, they're having a bad day. They're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, like, they'll sort it out. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> I can break things off way more easier than uh than my sober self can. My sober self is just like, well, what the fuck did they just do? Say whatever, like, excuse me. <laughs> Don't mess with people. That those Leo those Leonine claws might come out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta scratch when you you know get cornered, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right, my first confession. Uh, is entitled The Little Guy. So it goes, in my group of friends, I adopted the nickname The Little Guy. Now keep in mind, I am 6'2", so it's not about my height. It all started three years ago when I was on a camping trip with my three buddies and their wives. My wife was there also. One night we all decided to go skinny dipping in the pond, 
And first we watched all the ladies strip down and jump in. Then it became the guy's turn. And we all stripped at once. That's when everything changed. Looking to my left and right, I could see that all three of my friends had very large penises, at least <laughs> five or six inches soft, which is Damn. huge compared to me because I'm only two inches soft and 4.5 erect. And before oh. I could cover myself up, all the wives said, look at that little guy and gestured oh. with her thumbs and pointer fingers in a small manner. I was too oh. embarrassed to go skinny dipping and ran into the cabin. Then my friends yelled, don't worry, we will show your wife a good time. But I was oh. too embarrassed to say anything back. Oh, that's the worst trip ever. <laughs> what humiliation. dude. They must have been drinking because... With, with or they been, whatever, like I mean, they've been that mean sober. Like that sounds like that's yeah, yeah, that's rude. That's some rude shit. That's um, rude. I was gonna say something about growing and showing, but I guess that really got that got knocked off there. I think, I think it was I think it was you who mentioned on Papo the thing about significant shrinkage, like men going into the ocean. And, yeah, there is. I mean, it like especially uh, man here, the water's so cold. Oh yeah. Nova it's Scotia. so cold. Even in the middle of August, it's a fucking... It's fucking freezing. Cube. Yeah. Like, you gotta... You, like, the only time you're gonna love being in the ocean is during a fucking serious heat wave. Where yeah. you're, like... You know, you're stuck somewhere just sweating buckets all the time. And you're just like, my only reprieve is to jump in the ocean. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's usually super cold. Um, And shrinkage is a real thing. They They touch on that shit on Seinfeld, too. I was in the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, fucking, um, yeah, uh, it's really shitty that he went through that. Cause I mean, I like, I've dated all kinds of different sizes, right? Like, um, having a big dick doesn't necessarily mean you're good at what you do with it, you know? Like, yeah, I've I think. We I think we discussed like yeah we discussed if, if that once before. If he doesn't invest any foreplay, if it's just like, well, I got a big dick, so and it's like he just shows up and throws it on the table, and that's that, right? Like yeah, and I mean like that's sort of essentially what his friends were kind of like, you know, insinuating. It's like, well, the size of my ding dong is gonna like dictate whether your fucking wife is gonna have a good time or not, and that's not necessarily fair. It's like, well, what about your head game there, bud? Can you can you eat pussy as good as you can throw that dick? I don't know. <laughs> well, who so who do you think will would come out on top? The guy with the little dick who's good. The guy with the little dick is gonna put way more effort into yeah, shit. Yeah. I think. And I I would be willing to put money on that. Because um I mean it's not that I know from experience, because I mean everybody it just depends on how much you fucking love sex and how much you love, like, pleasuring the other person. Because really, yeah. like, some people, they don't give a, like, they're just, like, they don't really give a fuck about that. Like, or they just, you know, they're not really thinking about pleasuring the person first and getting off on that. Because, like, I personally, I love when someone's eating up what I'm doing to them, you know? So it's like... Yeah. You know, it's more of a turn-on. It's a reciprocal thing. It's an exchange of energy. So, like, you know, that's what makes sex and that sort of thing more pleasurable. Like, yeah, you can, like, 
pound the fuck out of somebody, but like, you know, there's there's more to it. You know, like some people just want a good pounding, and I, I will say that it's like sometimes you just need to get fucking, you know, your brains pounded out of you, and that's cool. But like, you know, skill comes with like, you know, knowing giving a shit about your partner and knowing what turns them on and like doing it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And ultimately, um, if you have that kind of attraction where just touching their shoulder would make their, you know, hair stand up and mm. goosebumps. I mean, that that's not concentrated on the, the genitals anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's more intimate too. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. And that's, that's where it's not just skin deep. It's not just about, you know, those erogenous zones, you know, it's uh, when it's yeah. whole body is into it. That's the best case scenario anyway. Yeah, I remember like when I was a teenager and it was like, this is like my first like real steady boyfriend. I dated him for like a year and a half or something like that. Right. And um, I mean, I didn't lose my virginity to him, but like that didn't really count because like when I did lose my it did whatever. Usually, like, virginity, virginity stories are just, like, uh, yeah, I lost it, but then <laughs> things got better after, you know? Like, they, they never, uh, they're never pleasant to hear. They're never... Yeah, it's just, angry. like, oh, like, it's it's not, like, it's not what you think it's going to be. So, anyway, like, this, this dude, um, I remember when I was, like, first starting to see him, we went to, like, a movie... And he was like, he like hold, hold, he held my hand and he was like rubbing my hand. And I mean, like I was like 14, 15. And like I could feel myself getting turned on by that. You know, like I just like I personally kind of miss those hormones, you know, like the innocent times where it's just like, you know, like the anticipation builds. You know, like, you know what's coming next. You know you're going to, like, maybe make out. You know, whatever. But, like, the buildup is what, like, kind of makes it more fun. Well, I like I like to treat the woman's entire body like it's a, an erogenous zone. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, there's so and- many things that are individual, too. You know, like, every person that you date, like, they're going to have a different erogenous zone. And different things yeah. that turn them on. And that's like half the fun, you know, it's like yeah, okay. discovering that, you know. That's right. All right. Yeah. So what's your next confession? Okay. So mine is I circumcised myself. Yeah. I made my own circumcision device and gave myself a perfect circumcision. So, uh, I have a lot. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> a lot of questions. No, no, no. If you try to do that, even if you're a fucking doctor, you're, you're can, a doctor wouldn't even fucking do it. You're going to the fucking hospital. Because, uh, well, maybe, all, this is more, maybe this is more information that you were in. Oh, no, no. Yeah, go for know, it. But, um, so my, the doctor who delivered me, uh, refused, he didn't believe in circumcision. Yeah. And, um. And, you know, those people have always been around, of course. Yeah. And, uh, but when I came at, down with diabetes when I was at th- the age of 30, I started getting yeast infections there. And okay. so I finally, yeah, so I had to get, I finally had to get circumcised. And yeah, even though yeah. they used euthanasia, oh, not euthanasia, Jesus. <laughs> I, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I'm so um, glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the word for the numbing agent? Uh, uh, shit, I know what you're talking well, what, about. Oh, whatever. They used it, and uh, but I still felt pain, and they they actually severed nerves. So oh, that's fuck. the wrong that's the wrong time in life to get yeah. circumcised. And I also learned that that day that that's the worst thing you could do by yourself. Cause, uh, um, so yeah, this guy is full of shit, man. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, I mean, if this guy is a piercer, a body mod person, maybe I'll give him like, I'll give him a benefit of a doubt that maybe they might know what they're doing, but, um, a circumcision device. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's like, you know, those like fucking um, cigar clippers. Yeah, that, <laughs> that earlier. Yeah. It's like a cigar clipper. Um, and that doesn't feel like it would be a good device to me. I mean, I don't have a penis, though. That's the thing. Like, my version of circumcision is a lot more fucking crazy than yours. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there's the female circumcision, like in yeah, Africa, where they're using, nuts. like, pieces of glass and shit like that. And Oh, yeah, they're doing it totally, like, derelict, like, fucking... It's a, it's a very guerrilla op- operation. And what um, they don't even realize is that you actually... Even if a woman has been circumcised, she can still experience pleasure. Mm. So they, they can't completely get rid of it. The roots are down there and the nerves. Mm. It has more nerves than the head of a penis or anything else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like for some people, it's super tiny. Some people, it's like a little tiny penis. You know? Well, like, well, the uh, the Jewish guys who perform circumcisions um, with, I think, I don't know how you spell the word moya or moyer. But they, mm. it's just a whole ceremony called a bris. And, uh, oh, they, yeah. <laughs> I, these guys are not doctors, but they're allowed to do it legally. So maybe they have a device that enables them to do it without causing injury. So I don't know. Which is, yeah. uh, I, I mean, know it's a really, I know it's part of their religion and everything, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too prone <laughs> the idea of someone who, is not a doctor performing a procedure like that, especially on an infant. If but I don't you, know. Uh, if, you, if you like comedic movies, right? Like that kind of like, at least like kind of make fun of like, I guess real things. Right. Like you're into like comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So year one, have you ever seen that? I didn't see that one. It's no. Jack Black and fucking Michael Sarah. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, like they make they like uh like they like they fuck around with the Bible and it's so good. Oh it's yeah. so good. Like they like they, there's a big old part on circumcision that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> well that, and, uh, that the Bible really does drive home that point. There, yeah. I tried yeah, to read I tried to read the Bible from cover to cover. I didn't make it, but uh, I couldn't make it either. <laughs> I, remember I thinking, tried. I remember thinking, Jesus, enough with the circumcision. It was just <laughs> like, why do you want to touch people's penises? Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Can you just leave it alone? Is that okay? Are you guys getting sand in there? What's the problem? Like, <laughs> well, the worst circumcision 
I mean, my circumcision story is bad enough, but the worst one I heard about, it was one of those Jewish ceremonies, and the rabbi who performed it had some kind of STD, and he passed it on to the child. Oh, my God. The reason he did this, because the real... I don't think this tradition is passed on anymore, but the real old school traditional way to do it is that after the foreskin is cut, the 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 Maya is supposed to pull it off with his mouth. Ew! In this day and age, that's no. Nothing. So I, now, I I have to say, like that's a fucking hard no for me. Why? Yeah. No. And that's no. how that's how he <laughs> his STD to this kid. I don't know which one it was, but he must have had a mouth sore. Yeah, maybe, maybe herpes or gonorrhea. Oh my I don't god! Know. Ah, what is wrong with our human race? Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, that's a baby dick. Like, that's a baby dick, and you're gonna, yeah. Uh, okay. Like, <laughs> I gotta say one thing. Why? Is it that a lot of these, like, religious folk are, like, they're just, like, drawn to little kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, little kids and uh, female virginity. That's a huge yeah, theme yeah. for religions. Yeah, like, fucking 72 virgins up in heaven, like. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, uh, Joseph and Mary, like. They're yeah. Married, they're married, but she's still a virgin. Like, what a fucking yeah. marriage that was. Yeah, that was a sham. He got fucking that's fake news and shit. Yeah, she <laughs> she fucked around on him. That's what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. She oh she did. Oh, did it's God's kid. God, yeah, you know, <laughs> immaculate conception. Don't worry about it. No, no. This uh, we're gonna call him Jesus because that's what God told me to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's God's kid, not not uh, Jebediah down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Or Moses or whomever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I have a couple of like friends that uh, they like. One one of my friends got circumcised later in life, and he was he was so funny about it. He's like, he's like, <clears throat> he wouldn't tell me. Well, he would tell. He told his closest friend um, what was up with his surgery at the time but then he told me later he's like yeah you know that surgery i told you about well i got my foreskin chopped off i was like and then he was like in his 20s something like that like late 20s and i like i was just like ooh, like <laughs> it was like i just yeah it was i i made that call and i'm like you know good for you because like a lot of the time this is what the what a lot of males have a problem with is that um they're like oh i didn't like this is i didn't give uh consent to take my my foreskin yeah those guys like, there's a whole thing on it and it's like well circumcision activist yeah i get i get that i get the i get that whole movement but you know you got to do what's medically right you know like because sometimes there is a medical issue involved with it but um, what I have found is that, like, a lot of the things that they tell you, the reasons why they do it, they're not necessarily, it's like wives, wives' tales, you know? Like, yes, it is cleaner, yeah. all this stuff. Like, there are pros, but it's not the same pros that, say, I was told, like, fucking Jesus, like, oh, God, it's probably, like, going on, like, well, there must be 20 a years ago now. There must, there must be a reason 
why it's there, why nature put it there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's, there is like, and I mean, there's a, a whole increased sensitivity and decreased sensitivity thing. Yeah. Um, that's another thing um, that kind of goes along with it. Well, yeah, it's because of porn that it be, that the cut penis became the standard. Yeah, cultural it's because standard. it's just pretty, you know. But like honestly, to, like not to like shit on this like completely, but like most dicks are not that pretty. <laughs> like, yeah. The human, like the female body, is like probably the most beautiful thing that is, that that is going on. You know, because, like, there's curves, there's boobs, there's things, there's crevices, yeah. there's, like, you know, there's softness and this and that. Men are hairy, men are, you know, this and that. And I'm not shitting on the whole male race here. I'm just, like, calling it as I see it, you know, like. But a lot of women, some women like that. They like the carpenter's hands and all I that. I love stuff. it. I, I personally love it. I love my man to be a man, you know, like, I don't, I'm. I'm all for androgynous, but I mean, like, if I'm going for a man, I'm going for a man. If I'm going for a woman, if I'm going for, I'm going for a woman. But I mean, there's everything in between too, you know, like I don't really have like a, you know, I go for men and women. I go for people who I click with, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My next uh, confession uh, it's entitled Tips on Attracting Black Women. I'm a white guy who is really attracted to black women. Most of the black women I know aren't into white guys. Any tips that can help a white guy out? That is a tough one because he's right. Most of them will not date outside their race. Some. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I most of them. Even, like, they'll, I mean, if you're rich, of course, you can get yourself a black woman probably pretty easily. Uh, <laughs> you're not rich. If you're not rich, I wouldn't recommend, like, you know, becoming Eminem, talking in Ebonics, because if anything, I think... Or J-Rock. Yeah, J-Rock, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just, if anything, I think it, they feel, like, insulted by it or mocked. Like it. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to, like, you, you don't want to fucking, like, be not yourself. You yeah, know? Like, you're being fake when you do that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know actually, I know a few like mixed, mixed uh black women and like fully black women that honestly they love their white boys. There's a few, yeah. you know, but like, um, if he's looking for like a like a black black woman, you know, like someone that say like, you know, is isn't mixed then he might have a little bit of a harder time. Um, but, I mean, there are, like, there's some there's some people out there, like, honestly, like, I've, I know, like, one girl in particular, well, she's one of my best friends, um, she's, like, I almost always strictly just date white dudes. Hmm. And I'm, like, yeah, and I'm, like, really? Like, but she likes her brothers, too. Like, there's a few. But I mean, for the most part, she's like, I like, I like the white guys. So, I mean, you're going to find like, it's just knowing where to look and it's hard to like find these people. Maybe online is a good option for that because you can, you know, I'm sure there must be interracial dating apps, dating Mm -hmm. sites. Oh man, there's like so many kinds of, like there's fucking Christian Mingle. 
Yeah, there's gotta be an inter like and yeah, <laughs> there's gotta be an interracial something. There's Christian mingle. If you can get your bone on with another Christian, <laughs> yeah, right. You or should be it. able to score yourself like a, you know, an Asian or a black woman or like whatever, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or or one of those one of those matchmaking ag- agencies. They yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I was always wondering about the like the mail order stuff. The mail order you know? brides. Yes, like I mean, it doesn't. Sometimes it must work out, but like for the most part, it doesn't. Like there's just like, sweet, my free ticket, like to fucking, you know, out of here. <laughs> well, I was I actually went to a couple of the websites, and I was surprised that. The, the women had all these uh, criteria that they wanted I the know. men to fulfill. But I thought, I'm thinking, well, like, these men have to pay, like, thousands of dollars. They're buying yeah. you, so who gives a fuck what you think, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm paying for you. Why I'm should... paying for you. Like, did you want to leave or no? Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's basically You can just stay pro- there. <laughs> it's a form of, like, legal prostitution. It's live-in prostitution. Oh, man, like, totally. Yeah, not only, like, you not have only to get, negotiate your terms. Yeah. Not only like, do you have to have sex with them, you have to clean and cook and all. To, all maybe, yeah, have, like, maybe have babies for them. Maybe. Depends I on think, what you guys, like, negotiate. I, I would think, like I would involve a lawyer and shit. <laughs> it seems to be mostly Asian women and Russian women who are involved in that. Filipino f- women seem to be dominant in that right now. Um, I wonder if that's yeah. like the setup that my I I never mind. I shouldn't say this. Like I don't know who's listening to these things. <laughs> well, I know that I know that you know someone who's. Filipino. I don't know if it's the same person you're thinking of, but no, uh, no, it can't be. It can't be her because she she doesn't strike me the type who'd end up being a domestic servant. So yeah, no, I have uh, <laughs> I have a relative. We'll say. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, like and they're they're like super cool. I love I absolutely love them. I don't want to like even insinuate, but I'm just like hmm, <laughs> like you can't help but go. I wonder, you know. Well, I mean, you know, one of the stereotypes about Asian women is that they're submissive, and but how long can she really keep that up, you know, for the rest of her life? Can she? What if the guy starts abusing her, you know? Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. I want to assume that people are kind of, like, similar, like, not... Not similar to me, but, like, similar main, uh, mind frame. But, like, this is, like, you're not being true to yourself at all. You know? Like, that would fuck with me. You know? It's like, I'm living a lie. I can't even... I can't... I can't sit here and act like I'm okay with everything. Because I'm not. You know? Like, it, it just, like, I don't know. Something would have to give. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I and mean, I think well, as far as like you know, jungle fever, yellow fever, all that stuff goes, it's it's usually based on stereotypes. Um, when it comes to especially when it comes to personality, uh, when it's not just based on personality, he said he's, he's talking about being attracted, so it's probably based on appearance. So I don't, I don't. So in terms of attracting them, I don't know how. 
I, I don't know. I guess it's a matter of putting your best foot forward. Yeah. Um, but all the white guys I've known or observed who were dating black women, they were not Uyghurs. They were just mm. being themselves and use regular their, guys. Yep, use their personal assets and and manage to win out. So nice. I don't know. All right, what's your next confession? Uh, what is my next confession? Okay, let's uh let's get right down and dirty here. <laughs> this one's called shit eating. I love to eat my own shit. I did it again this morning in the shower room. Oh, it wasn't anything big, but I'm addicted. Yes, it's gross. I'm aware that shit contains bacteria, but I don't give a damn. Everybody dies, and perhaps this will kill me. I'm never going to stop eating my own shit. This fetish started when I was a kid. I reach into the toilet and grab a big handful of my fresh shit close and lock the door and smear it all over my body and shoved the rest of the log into my mouth. Once I got over the gross taste, it was so good. Oh my god. I don't Okay. You have to get used to the stinky putrid smell of shit to enjoy it. And I did, but each time it is worse than the last, but to me it is so worth it. Eating my shit is a way of telling the world to fuck off. The world hates me, and I hate the world and myself. I can't think of anything more satisfying than being nude, eating a big plate of warm shit, and being covered in messy shit. I, like, almost couldn't read all of that. (laughs) Supposedly, when it's fresh from the dispenser, so to speak, it's sterile. It's supposed to be sterile. It's not... I mean, it's your own. If it was, if it was bad for you, then your body, you'd be sick, right? Your body would react against it. Oh. So I guess if he's just, <laughs> if it's just his own, that's not so bad. I don't know if somebody else's would make him sick. Um, but yeah, I think most of these, scat, I think most, of the, I think most of these scat people, um, I don't think they do it by half measures. I think it's not. Yeah, something they just go full throttle, man. Like just like, yeah, no, I love, I love shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's 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 in it for a lifetime. Yeah, that's good. It. Lord, um, yeah, no, I had actually a lot of difficulty. Like, I was gonna like I read the first paragraph and I was like, all right, we're good. Like, whatever. But like reading the rest of it, I like I honestly I I I don't know. Like, part of me, I like I don't want to <laughs> excuse the pun shit on this guy about his fetish. He's had enough. But holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I was reading, I actually became curious about scat and I was doing research on it. And this guy was looking for advice. It was like a a message board just for people who were into that. And this guy was quick. It was curious. He said, like, say you're dating someone and they are not into it or or you don't know if they're receptive to it. How do you how do you introduce the idea? And one person said, don't, uh, don't. Well, well, one person said emphasize <laughs> anal, like really try to get them into anal, and then from there you can. But I mean, still, you need to, I don't know, you need to arrange it. You need to discuss it first. You can't just yeah. You can't just spring that on someone. That's not uh, one of those things that you just like. Oh, like hey, like 
Um, I just want to do this. And no, like you gotta. I think that's a fat life thing. You know, yeah. like you just like you, you put out a profile. Yeah. It's just exactly. like scat, and then you you find yourself a a partner that likes eating shit as much as you do. Is that is that on? <laughs> what? Is that on there? Is scat on fat life? I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't been on there in years, so. I'll bet there are probably scat couples. Probably. There's got to be something. I mean, it's, it is a fetish. There are probably scat couples who've moved from, like, one continent to another to be with the other, because it's so hard. (laughs) You know? It's so hard to find somebody that will eat my poop. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Like, if, if one lives in Russia, the other one lives in fucking Australia. They'll probably one will probably move to be with the other. I mean that's that's a hard thing to live with and and to to know that the only other person you've met lives that far. You might do it. These fetishes can really take over people's lives. Yeah, like well, I think it depends on how like how um I don't know like how much they've been able to express that. You know, like if they've been like kind of like. Uh, like stifled in that category, then they're gonna probably act out more. You know what I mean? Like if they haven't been able to express their their fetishes to very many people, they're gonna be like it's gonna be a bigger want need in their life, right? They're gonna look for it, you know, because it's like, well, I have this itch to scratch, and you know, there's got to be somebody out there. But, like, I don't know. Like, the scat thing, like, <laughs> it's so hard for me to grasp. Like, I can get I can get the golden showers, but I can't get the poop. I don't I don't know why. I tried <laughs> I tried watching scat porn, and uh, no, <laughs> I didn't make it. I didn't make it very far. You know, yeah, so. right. Well, it's like. I've done stuff for research purposes, like watch some. I've watched fucking Twilight, just so that I know what I can fucking rip, like what what to rip on, you know. Like I didn't, I didn't read the books. I don't know anything about Twilight, but I was like, it was on TV once, and I was like, fuck it. Like <laughs> I've been like ripping on this shit. I should probably not be an ignorant asshole and just watch it, but like. Going down the scat hole, I don't know about that. Like, that's... And I've gone down some bad... Some interesting places. Not bad, but interesting. Scat is... What? Speaking of which, uh, and I know it can be lame when someone tells you about a dream they had, but the most fucked dream, most disturbing dream I've ever had was I'm watching this guy. He's in a barn. He's in, like, the piggery. And you know how, like gets to the point where they're like they're like standing in like two feet of shit right well this is this guy's in there and he's naked and this pig is covered in shit and he's it's a female and he's performing cunnilingus on the pig and licking the shit off oh my god <laughs> and i woke up and i woke up from that dream I'm like why the fuck did i dream about that and like why yeah. like when why your mind that? fucking betrays you and like i've yeah. been betrayed I've been betrayed a few times. It's like in the middle of a dream, like you're fucking someone and all of a sudden it's your dad. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> this is not. No. 
<laughs> like you were my dad before. Like <laughs> and then just yeah, like that was like my teenage years. I was like, oh fuck me, man. Like that no. No. <laughs> the Freudian dreams, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. And you're just like, what is wrong with me? Like you think there's something fucking wrong with you, but really there's nothing wrong with you. You're normal. Well, semi-normal. But yeah, I don't know. It's like it's your subconscious being fucked up. It's not well, actually, you. Actually, you know why? <laughs> you know why that that happened to me? I think so because one day a friend brought over a bestiality porn video, obviously illegal, and yeah. it was one of the most fucking disgusting things I've ever seen. So. And then it haunted you. <laughs> and, I mean, it was a few years after I saw it, but it was. Uh, I think because it's funny because this scene could have been in that video too because it was just the way it was presented and so yeah it was that was Ugh. a fucking that was one of the most fucking disgusting things I've ever seen it was a German <laughs> bestiality video ironically or maybe not ironically somehow <laughs> somehow well, I'm not the, sure because <laughs> I saw some scat porn that came out of Germany apparently there's a lot of Stuff like that that comes out of yeah, Deutschland. Weird man. Like I mean, I haven't seen. Okay, I think I've seen like maybe one German porn in the last like fucking in my lifetime. I'll say that one German like one where I was like, I think they're speaking German, but I didn't watch it long yeah. enough to find out. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm familiar with German like the German language. I am like fairly, but um. Yeah, like, it was like, the Germans, I don't know. Like, even South Park makes a fucking, makes <laughs> jokes about it. Germans shies up porn. Like, Cartman's mom is involved in fucking shit porn. <laughs> you, you, know what nationality, you know what nationality really fails at porn is the British. Huh? I watched a British porn film once. They, they are ter- the men with that accent, it just oh does Oh, my God. Work. Yeah, yeah, it's they're terrible. Trying, they're trying to be macho and shit, and it just falls flat. It is just... <laughs> oh, like, what about the fucking, like, really cockney ones, though? Like, oi, governor, you well, might be dead. But I mean, but the guys with the posh, you know, royal family accents... Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work really any way. You know like, what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, the, girls, the girls sounded okay, but yeah, the guys didn't work, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, my next one is, and I hope it doesn't piss you off, but uh, the title, <laughs> title is Fuck Women, I'm Tired of It. So yeah. I hate I hate women when they fuck me over. I'm sick and tired of this. Apparently, it can't be nice to anyone anymore. I have helped out three women a lot over time. And when I ask uh, if they would like to hang out, they will say, okay, with a smile and everything. You hang out with them, and then they seem like a total different person and then they flip out on me or stab me in the back by lying to me or cheating on me. Um, have I just been with the wrong girls or is every woman like this? I'm not sure if I can take being fucked over again. Well, I guess one epiphany I had, um, you know, based on my 44 years of life is, you know, there are both males and females who take advantage of people. You, you give things to them, you offer things to them, they'll accept it. And come back for more. So maybe that's what's happening. Maybe these are women who just have bad ethics and they're taking advantage of someone 
who uh, is a giver and they're takers. There are fem- lots of female takers. Right. Yeah. Right. No, there there are like I mean, I don't know. I have a. Uh... Well, I mean, I have a I have a friendship that just hit the skids because this person didn't invest any effort in the friendship and. And I just at one point I just thought, well, why should I have to carry all the freight, right? Yeah. And I don't hear from them anymore. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I, I have the same issue. Like, and it doesn't matter what sex they are. Like, um, it just like it depends on how much energy I'm spending, how much like of anything that I'm spending, and it's if it's not reciprocated, then I'm not cool. You know, like. Yeah. You know, I'm just not not about it because it's like, yo, like, I'm putting myself out. What are you doing? Like, you literally, like, you know, you're not, you know, A, you're not putting yourself out. B, you're just like, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's it's just not fair, you know, when when it's one-sided. It's really not. And you can tell. You feel it really fast. Because you start feeling like fucking exhausted a lot of the time. And then the uh, the person, the taker, they often have this aspect of their personality where the more you give them, they actually respect you less. They almost feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. They almost like abuse you a little bit. Yeah. Like, they like, go oh, yeah, for I... it a little bit harder in a way. Like where it's just like, oh, well, you gave me this. I'm going to see if I can, uh, let's see what else I can get. There's got to be like millions of women who are like, you know, there's a friend zone guy. Maybe his name is like Jimmy or something. Oh, here comes Jimmy. I'm out of cigarettes. So I'll get him to buy me a pack of cigarettes. He'll do it. He's in oh, love man. with me. He's in love with me. I'd never date him, but, you know, I, I like to do that it. Shit. I do. Yeah. Some women take, they take advantage of the friend zone. They really do. I personally, I hate that. It's like, I honestly, like, I wouldn't want that happening with me, so, you know, I just would never do it to somebody else. That's very good. Like, well, fuck, I mean, like, you have it done to you, like, enough times, it's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that t- tends to correlate with like low self-esteem where mm. you feel like, well, I'm not good enough. So I'll just like give and give and give and give and give and, and do favors. And and then that'll make them want me more. And in fact, it tends to have at least with women, it tends to have the opposite effect where they just view you as weak and uh, too solicitous. Yeah. So I guess maybe my advice to him would be like. You know, give less, just meet it out uh, conservatively. Don't give compliments all the time. Don't constantly give them flowers. Yeah, you know? yeah. You don't want to fucking overdo it, cause like, like we can we can smell that a mile away too, right? Like, and it's not like, you know, I I use that phrase and uh, I I use that because. Once you, like, kind of catch wind of someone being a certain way, you can go 50-50. You're either into it or you're not into it. 
you know? So, like, if you're, like, overtly, like, fucking doing too much and they're not, like, really doing much back, like, I would take that as a sign that they're, you know, you're not interested. They're not interested. Yeah, I saw this interesting, uh, amusing screenshot on the Internet once. It was one of these friends on puppy dog guys and every he's just texting this girl. And I don't even think there was any response. Oh, yeah. But it's like, uh, what would you do today? Beautiful. How are you doing? Beautiful. Every sentence ended with beautiful. And it yeah. was so, there was so much desperation behind it. And I remember, yeah. thinking, I remember thinking, oh, my God, that really does look bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like it's nice and thoughtful, but I mean, it's more so. Like that if you're like, you know, if you've known each other for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's like it's taken a different way if there's like a little bit more. I don't know, like it's 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 weird, you know, like you have to like almost like gauge it time wise, you know, gauge how how intense you're going to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. like saying beautiful every day if you just met them like. It's a little weird, but if you're like, you know, you've been friends for a long time, you know, like that's nothing. It doesn't hit the same way, right? So. Yeah, like tell her she's beautiful if she like gets fixed up really nice for a date or something. Do it once, just say it once that evening. Maybe do it again another time. But uh, yeah, don't just. Yeah, don't go overboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking, like, ease it all the time. It's going to get worn out. That, yeah, and it also would lose its meaning, wouldn't it? Like, you just... Oh, yeah, it looks like, you know, it just doesn't... It's not the same. Yeah, like, you just uh, got out of the shower and, you, and you're walking around or something. Maybe, I don't know, maybe your hair is in curlers and... Yeah, yeah. All your beautiful you just woke stuff. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's your next confession? Um... I don't have the title. Oh, it's it's something about oh, it's still awkward. Why? Uh, 45 years ago, I was at a party with a close friend of mine, and we were having fun. Went back to her place, and her boyfriend joined. I was 18 at the time, and we ended up having a three-way. It was a full, it was full on, and honestly, uh, was a lot more of me and her with him sprinkled in here, and there turning taking turns on each of us as we pleasured each other. It was the one and only time it all went well by all accounts, multiple times each. I guess they came multiple times each, whatever. But it just never happened again. I met my daughter's father not long after that, and he was a little possessive and not into that stuff, so we never got crazy. After we split, I dated a little, but then found religion and went celibate for 20 years and have not had sex since. Mm. I still don't always get together with them once or twice a month, and it's still, it is still awkward every time. I love them both as people, and she is honestly my best friend, but when I get together with both of them, it's just weird. <laughs> They never propositioned me again. Oh, they have never propositioned me again or anything like that. But 
it always brings back a flood of memories, and I do not want anything to happen again. Never did, but it always throws me off for a couple days, and I dream about it. Wake up aroused in the middle of the night and have to take care of it myself. I think about it during the day and just can't get it off my mind for about a week, and then it goes away, and I don't think about it again until the next time I see them. Why won't it go away? I think he's talking about the awkwardness. And it's just... Well, if she only had one threesome in her life, that would definitely be a momentous event. That's... Yeah. It's pivotal. And, uh, yeah, so definitely when it comes to those particular people, it's going to be hard not to think about it. And even if if none of you are interested, that's always going to be in the back of your mind. I mean, it's one thing if, like, I don't know, people are into orgies and they do it with the same people all the time well so that's no big deal but um yeah especially since she was celibate all those years and then yeah yeah with people she had a threesome with so i guess it's understandable that that would happen um oh. maybe the only thing to change the situation would be if they had like a really shitty threesome now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know like if it's like if it's I mean, it seems like they enjoy whatever time that they have, right? Because they're, like, totally into the the fantasy part of it. You know, they're thinking about it for a long time, that sort of thing. And that's fine. Like, that, that's totally, like, I've, I've been in those situations. But, like, for the most part, I have found that, like, a lot of my threesomes, like, I don't know, they're not necessarily awkward. Um, cause I mean, I don't find, I don't know, like I'm very open sexually. So like if somebody like say can't get it up or like they like, you know, somebody is like awkward or whatever, I'm going to find a way to diffuse the situation because I like, honestly, it's like nobody should care like that much. These are human things. We're human, things fuck up. Like, we're just, you know, we do the best we can, honestly. What about, like, about leadership? Is, does leading it make it worse or does that make it better? I don't know. Like, yeah, you just got to have the right the right people hmm. or just on let hand. It you know, because, like, um, a lot of the time I've lucked out. Like, me and the girl clicked a lot. Like, me and the people clicked a lot, you know, like. You know, as long as you click with one or both, <laughs> yeah, you can make things work, right? Like, um, because I mean, usually like, if you're clicking with one, like you're it's just you're clicking with one more so than the other. You're still clicking with the other person. It's just like, you know, um, sometimes things are a little bit easier with certain personalities. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on the ability of people to go with the flow. It's yeah. like it's like the principle behind improvisational comedy. Yeah. Got, some people call it accepting the offer where you you always say yes, you don't say no. So in that I mean obviously within limits, but uh I've said yes a lot. <laughs> in terms of I guess sec, you know standard sexual stuff, you'd have to be willing to say yes. So Yeah. Yeah. So if someone likes to punch people in the face. Oh, man. (laughs) There's actually a a Nine Inch Nails video, like, um, 
It was like it's like a two. It was a two VHS like box set, and like they included some like fetishy things, and one of them was like something about like fucking like you know like. There was some, like, consensual things. Like, everybody, like, you know, it just fucking punched dude in the fucking nose. And, like, you know, yeah, it was, like, it was blood play, I think is what it was. Like, um, this is the video for Sin. And, um, yeah, like, it's, like, fucking these two dudes, like, there's a little bit of, like, homosexual, like, insinuations there. But, like, you didn't really see them, you know, really do anything. But, you know, they're, like, one guy punches them in the nose and, like, the other one's drawing on them in blood. And it's just, like, (laughs) it's, like, there's some weirdness. But, like, it's just, like, it really just comes down to, like, consensual stuff. You know, like, what you're into. Because, like, some people, like, you can totally just, like, let your freak flag fly. And things are cool, you know, like, you're just like, you know, this is, this is, this is great, you know, like, you got somebody on your wavelength, but then, you know, sometimes it's like you only have, like, you have people only about 50% on your wavelength, you know, and you got to kind of, like, figure out what that is, and, like, with threesomes, man, that's, like, actually a really interesting time, because, like, I find that, like, when you're dealing with two other people in a threesome, you're going to find one's more on your, on your fucking, on your tip than the other. But, like, you're, you're all kind of on each other's, like, you, you get each other. It's just, somebody might be a little bit more off to the other side, you know? It's like, oh, like this person's a little bit more conservative, you know, or, you know, I have more, uh, I can let my freak flag fly a little harder with this one, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it's 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 fairly individual. Like sometimes, like you get like kind of like a weird vibe from people, and you can't feel you can't help but feel a little bit awkward. You know, or there's performance anxiety because that's a big deal. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that would be. Gets in the way. Yeah, you definitely have to be somewhat of an exhibitionist. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, like you got somebody, like there's somebody watching you. If they're not like participating, <laughs> they're watching you. Yeah, they yeah, it's, it's a show. <laughs> Okay, so my next confession, well, the headline is just the word need. So it says, I can't be anything without feeling wanted by men or women. I need affection and physical contact to the point where it has ruined relationships, not because I was clingy or possessive, but because when I've been away from a partner for a certain amount of time, there will be someone else. I can't get away from it, and I'm terrified it will wreck my current relationship all over again. It feels almost like being numb inside. No matter how much I love my boyfriend and I know he loves me, I can't feel it enough. If anyone knows what I mean. Just one second. My my cat is scratching at the door. One second, one second, one second. Speaking of codependence, right? (sighs) Okay. Yeah. Fucking busted ass. Anyway, yeah. 
Sorry. <laughs> she's just like, she's really like fucking scratching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, speaking of uh, not get, being able to get enough. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess this one, I don't know what, what this woman's going to do. Maybe she should be polyamorous, you know? Maybe yeah. Because if yeah. one person's not enough, well, it's not fair to them to... Yeah, and you know what? Like, honestly, there's a lot more people out there. Um, again, FetLife, this is where, like, FetLife really comes in handy. But um, you can find poly people. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, monogamy is slowly dying, especially in this economy. <laughs> there must be there must be poly dating apps. That must. Be- oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, 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 I do believe that there are, um, you can, you can pretty much like when you set up your profile on FetLife, you can say polyamorous and like, you can actually search people on that from what I remember. It's been fucking years. Like, honestly, I have not, I haven't been in there. I haven't touched my FetLife account. In years. I started and I'm like on- almost worried that there's going to be a lot in there that I don't want to deal with. <laughs> I logged in. I never used it. I never Shit. did anything. <laughs> I uh, just, yeah, so- I leaned a little too hard on my desk. <laughs> so yeah, but, so I got, I looked it up on Google here and uh, yep, there are polyamorous dating apps. There's yeah. more than one. Yeah. So it's definitely a thing. So, um, but the regular websites also facilitate that okay cupid and whatever yeah oh man do you okay do you see do you you must get the stuff on facebook like do you get like dating stuff on facebook for like i don't know just it's almost like every almost like a niche thing it's like oh here's your tattooed peoples here's your poly like i think there was a poly one that i seen um, like, uh, there's a lot of dating things out now. There's and one... I mean, it's cool, I, like, because a lot of us don't know how to fucking date anymore. There's one called thruple.com. Thruple? <laughs> yeah. What the uh, fuck is a thruple? Oh, okay. It's probably, probably app, yeah. yeah, you know what? I wouldn't mind a thruple. Um... <laughs> Actually, what three, I wanted, what I wanted was, like, a girlfriend... Um, that would be my partner in crime, and then we just like we'd do whatever. We'd find a a third. <laughs> well, there's poly. That was my date. ideal. But there's polyamorydate.com. There's fling.com. Maybe that one's just for hookups. Um, yeah, polyamory yeah. polyamory relationship dating sites. Um, yeah. So those are the options anyway. So I'm not surprised that exists at this point. Well, yeah, this woman's. I mean, there there is a support group called Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. So, if she doesn't, yeah, you know what? Okay, I gotta say something about the sex addict thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to say that that's a real thing, but part of me wants to say that it's just human fucking nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, what like. One thing she needs to consider is that if she has to have the freedom to sleep with other people, 
it's only fair that he get that right too. Oh yeah, for sure. But what like, if he it's gotta work both ways? But what if she doesn't want him to have that? That's where the well, the, that sucks. Yeah. Then like she's gonna have to find herself a new boyfriend or just not have one and just date like fucking just fuck people. You work a glory hole, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Going back to our last one, wasn't that yeah. our last one? Yeah, yeah. That was last it? week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um. Fuck. Like. Yeah, I've always okay. So I've had trouble with like some some aspects of polyamory because like some guys like they don't get it. You know, like they're they're not fully getting it. They're getting it like superficially, and it's like, yeah, okay, like. You know, I get, I get what you're laying down, but it's really not the same. You know, like this one guy that I dated, um, and I was like, look, I'm bi. Um, I would like to have a girlfriend. You know, like I, you know, we're all like him and I were just casually dating. We would like, we'd hook up here and there, right? Like that's it. And um, he was like. Um, well, you know, if you're going to hook up with a chick, well, then that means I get to hook up with other chicks. And I'm like, well, uh, yes and no. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, they don't have the same body parts. <laughs> like, yeah, I eat pussy is what I'm saying. And, like, I'm sorry <laughs> if you don't want to suck dick, but... This is what I like. This is sort of like the the same thing here. Like, <laughs> you know what, I mean? what about what about like a monogamous threesome? Is that something? I mean, that like that would honestly like that would that would have worked. Um, but I mean, I was also just coming into my own then. Like, I just moved to Vancouver. I was literally just just touching on like polyamory. So, um, you know my ideals of things were a little fucked up. Like, I will admit, you know, I'm not saying, like, what I was talking about just now was absolutely right. You know, like, it's just what I felt at the time. But um, as I got to know what polyamory was and, like, actually got to know polyamorous couples, um, you know, things started clicking, right? And, uh, you know, I gotta say, polyamory actually, like, in a way, like, it's it's a very mature, very grown-up way of doing things. Because you're not, like, you are emotionally involved, but you're not emotionally involved. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you want, you actually do want your partner to be happy. You you legitimately do that. You love and respect them. And, I mean, sometimes if they're really good, like, really good in bed, you almost want to share them. <laughs> like, for real, you're like, okay, now this was, like, really good dick, and I think you should try it out. <laughs> And like I've I don't I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who has thought that way. Cause uh cause I mean honestly it took me like a good probably about ten years after that 
out of that fact after being introduced to to like just the lifestyle of it um not being in it fully like i did i did experiment a little bit here and there and then now i'm in sort of like a polyamorous relationship and uh because like honestly i i've said like sometimes it's just circumstance circumstantial and this woman where she has a really high sex drive I would say this is one of those moments where it's like, look, if you can't give me what I want, then, well, like, I mean, I, I love and respect you, and I'm not going to hurt your feelings, but this is what I need. You know, this is what I need, and this is what's going to make me happy. And, like, you know, that that might not be the way that they live until they die. You know, like, things change. Everybody changes. But, um, you know, like fucking, uh, you just gotta find somebody who understands and gives a fuck about you. Um, and I mean, like, the, I have a on and off again partner <laughs> at this point in time. He's cool as fuck. Like, he gets it, but he gets it because, like, I had to, like, I mean, I spent three years kind of, going through a lot of things not like the whole three years but like you know trial and error um and explaining things and whatnot but um you know just uh uh going through all of that like uh like where she's got like a, a high sex drive some people have other things going on in their life where there's just like yo i went through like i really like you i think you're amazing but I literally just got out of a, like, really shit relationship. Just got out. Like, so I need to be dating right now. You know, like, this is where communication comes in. You know, like, communication is key. Always. And, like, for someone with that, like, that, that woman who's got, like, a really high sex drive, she's going to have to explain this to people. Because... Yeah. It's her, it's, it's about her, you know, like, and I mean, you can't go through life sacrificing yourself all the time for somebody who's not doing the same for you, you know? So like, this is where communication comes in, you know, and it's, it's, it's big. Like everybody's so afraid to talk about it, but like sometimes like you'd be surprised at how receptive people are already to this idea you know like and it's how you how you write it like how you portray it to them because like I like I had said to my partner I was like look like I know he told me somebody liked him on like Facebook on the like Facebook dating app right and I was like oh I know who that person is like oh my god can you just like can you just Date her, date her, and, like, I mean, consent is good. Like, just, I mean, if you fuck her, tell me everything about it, because I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live vicariously through you. <laughs> you know? And, uh, I mean, that's, like, it just depends on how how open and horny you are, really. Because I guess, like, the the more open and the more horny you are, the more accepting you're going to be. 
Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I think this woman, well, I think she also has deep emotional needs that are not being met enough. Um, yeah. So maybe there is maybe there's some kind of insecurity there too. Maybe she had a bad childhood or something, but that's, I mean, that's a whole other problem too. I mean, it's, you know, how can you, how can you love someone more than you're, you have the capacity to give, you know, that's a hard thing too, yeah. especially for men, men can only give so much, I guess. So I don't know that, so that it sounds like it's more of an emotional issue, but obviously, uh, the sex is going to come with it too. So, yeah. All right, so, so, what's your next confession? Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I uh, actually, I I'm really like I was really bad at counting. I thought I had five. I actually had four. Um, oh, okay. I kind of sh- I <laughs> on the tip of one of my earlier confessions, I shit the bed. <laughs> I don't think we did that one. Did we? I shit. I shit the bed. I'm not eating it, but I shit the bed. <laughs> Great. Well, I hope they're clean. I thought it would. I thought it would make some jokes. Um. But yeah, I um. I thought I had five. I totally had four. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid. Uh, I uh I was at, I stayed at the IWK Children's Hospital there in Halifax for like two weeks for bowel related problems and they gave me a suppository one night and oh, I shat the bed it was it was horrifying like I got it and I ran to the bathroom when I called the nurse because I didn't want to look her in the eye and huh? they're like yeah sorry that you're gonna have to come and clean this up but it was fucked up so, <laughs> yeah so I've I've been told. Suppositories are interesting. They like react differently with a lot of people. Like it, it depends. Like, cause I mean, your your um your uh your lining in your um in your you know butt area, <laughs> the lining yeah. is is like it's really permeable, right? Like you, it, it absorbs a lot. So. Um, you know, some of these suppositories really fucking hit you. Like, they, like, you, st- you put it in and it's just, like, you know, I've never, I've honestly, in my, and I'm surprised at this, I've never had a suppository. Yeah, don't start. No, not, I don't want to. But my not, parents, yeah. in my teenage years, my mom, I think, had to have, one and I, like I didn't really get any questions. I didn't want answers. You know, <laughs> get a butt plug and leave it at it's that. It's like what's the suppository? And then he told me what it was. I was like, okay, cool. I have no more questions. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah. I know. It's like I don't want to know what it's for. I don't. I don't want to know any of it. I don't want to know nothing. Like it's fine. Like now that I know where it goes, I'm good. I'm fine. The guy, likes okay. to, the guy who likes to eat his own shit probably uses them. But Oh, God, man. I wonder if it's like, you know, one of those things is like a gourmet shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe he drinks Metamucil out of champagne flutes or something. Oh, like that. man. 
Oh my god, we like. <laughs> I that's, feel like this this could be something. This that's could such be. A fu- I well, I had a really bad week of constipation, and I oh, had to drink man. that shit. It is it is it's it's a really it strange drink because it's Thank water, you. but yet it's got this grainy weed in it. Made me so okay. Oh fuck. Okay, I was getting it confused with Gavscon. Gavscon is is anti acid. So like yeah. I like it. I actually like the taste of Gaviscon. I I love the chalkiness of it. I don't know why, but yeah, no Metamucil. I think I had that like once or twice. I've only like maybe been constipated like a a small bit in my life, but it's it was, you know, uh, as a kid and like once later on, you know. Yeah. Once, like, um, later on in life, because I just didn't fucking have enough well, vegetables that month. Yeah, right. <laughs> as, as we get older, the plumbing doesn't work as well. The plumbing needs, like, so much goddamn help. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. I didn't sign up for this, man. Like, <laughs> Well, you know what works for me is pears. Pears are, like, dynamite. Pears. Yeah. I love pears. Yeah, so they help. They're so good, especially when they're, like, perfectly ripe. You just, like... You bite into it and it's just like, like juice. It's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I love them. I just don't want to go to the toilet. Yeah, you just like <laughs> no. It just means I gotta run. Like yeah. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> All right, my last confession. Uh, besides that one, uh, it's the title is I am a S blank blank blank, but I'm assuming it's the word is slut because of the content of the confession. So it goes, I had sex last night with a man I hate. The only reason oh. I wanted him to fuck me was because I wanted to feel used and dirty. All day oh. thinking about him forcing me to suck his cock and sticking his fingers up my ass, and I feel sick. I hate myself right now. It's interesting because I never used to think like women would have sex with a guy they hated. always felt like respect had to factor into it. Whereas men could totally have sex with any woman that they hate as long as she's hot, but maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, could you <laughs> could you sleep with a guy you that you hate? No. Um, I don't know. Like, ah. Uh... Okay, so actually, this is like this is a really good question because like it hasn't been till like recently that I thought about like seeing like a really monumental ex. And, like, just been, like, look, I know, like, you know, shit's been weird, but, like, I just want to, like, I like I just want to share these couple of things with you and maybe, like, you know, and there's been thoughts of me, like, fucking him. And I don't, <sighs> he's a piece of shit. Like, I shouldn't want to, you know? Like, so, I'm, like, what is this? I think it's just, like. I don't know. Like, we do have that in us where we just need to feel, like, fucking used or, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's part familiar territory. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Hmm. On yeah, that. It's, a, it's, a, it's a weird, like, it's a weird one to touch on because, like, I don't know, like, fucking someone you hate. Like, how do you get turned on for that? 
Well, I know that um, one thing that can happen a lot is being attracted to people that you know are are not good for you, who are toxic, that are just bad news, and you really shouldn't associate with them at all. But sometimes you can't help being attracted to someone. Yeah. And, and I've also I felt attracted to someone superficially, but everything about everything else about them I was repulsed by, like. Yeah. Oh man. You know, people like are that. so weird that way. You know, like they're like there's such a mix of like things. Like it's like, oh, I love this about you, but like, what is up with this? Like, but like, there's some like man, I like, um, I hang out like I, again, like touching on my polyamorous thing, like. I have like a very select few people that I I hang out with outside of my like main partner. Um and I don't really see him that much. Last time I saw him I snuck him in I snuck him here and that didn't work out very well at all. Um, <laughs> like Wait, it's, not a, it's not a soundproofed space. Oh, man. Okay, so it's not it wasn't about that. Like, all he had to do was leave the property, and he was just like, I don't know, he was a space cadet. <laughs> For some reason, he didn't, and my mom saw him, and I got I got in trouble, promptly. But, like, I literally had him here all night. Like, that, like, legit was the longest time I've had, I've had a penis inside of me. And we, like, honestly, it's only because of the fact that we had to be so fucking quiet <laughs> like oh, yeah. I really had to be quiet really had to be so quiet and like <laughs> yeah it was it was like it was very good very sexy but also very frustrating because <laughs> you're like just let me like let me do the thing don't do anything because like if you move Someone's gonna like somebody's gonna hear us. Like <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just like fuck, like I don't know, like people I love I absolutely love fucking and all that. But yeah, when you gotta sneak somebody into your place and you know <laughs> It never works out that good. Like, you, like I'm almost 40, and, like, I thought I had it all down pat. I don't. I thought I had it figured out. I thought I could fuck it. Like, I was like, man, I'm almost 40. I'm not 16. I fucking got this figured out. Like, I can get them in and out. Like, just for, you know, because I, need, I needed something. I needed to get dick down. <laughs> like, really bad. And, you know, like... We were almost, we almost had it. We so almost had it. Almost. And all he had to do was just get the fuck off the property. And he didn't. He got me in trouble. <laughs> they saw him. <laughs> uh, I've been living in a sexual wasteland for most of my life, so you're doing oh, that. Oh, no. That's not fair. I mean, honestly, like, I was given tits in a vagina so i have an unfair advantage yeah that is, of, that is true yeah i could just go be like who wants to fuck and then i have like maybe 10 people like <laughs> maybe yeah, 
guys who have that kind of privilege are like rich or famous or both. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's charisma too. Honestly, like I will, I'm more for a guy that's gonna make me fucking like laugh till I cry. You know, I'm more for that. You're I sure like that's that. Enough? What? You sure, that's enough. <laughs> well, I mean, the sex has got to be a thing, but I'm not like I'm not like some crazy fucking horn dog these days. Like, I mean, my hormones are changing changing a bit, but I like laughing. Laughing is like almost like the first step to like get my pants off. You know, you make me fucking laugh. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we've blown our wad for this week. Oh! Ayo! <laughs> Got ourselves about an hour and a half there. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we did it. All right. So thank you very much once again for doing the show with me this week. It's always a pleasure. And everybody, uh, yeah, so we will, well, we record, we don't record the Papo videos live because um, Raymond, member of the panel, does them edit, does some editing and he adds a lot of stuff. But uh, if, you, if you're if you a subscriber to the Leader One Studios YouTube channel, please subscribe and look out for it because it'll show up in the next few weeks. So. Fuck yeah. You'll see us both there. <laughs> yeah. And all our Canadian glory. That's right. Three, <laughs> three Canadians on the panel now. Yes. Now we're now we're equal. That's right. <laughs> all right. All right. Have yourself a good night, doll. All right, you too. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> all right. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs>